Well, hello and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And this uh, this set of devotions follows our 2022 Bible reading plan as uh, part of our plan. We work through the entire New Testament during the weekdays. And so these devotions, they, they coincide with that. And uh, they're designed to just help uh, help you think a little bit deeper, reflect a little bit more on the Word of God that, that hopefully you're reading every day. Now, uh, let's jump in. Today, we are in Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20, and we're going to look at a, a really fascinating exchange between Jesus and the mother of some of his disciples. And so I would like to invite you to follow along with me as we look at Matthew uh, chapter 20, starting in verse 22. Here's what we find here. We see that then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came up to him with her sons, and kneeling before him, she asked him for something. And he said to her, what do you want? She said to him, say that these two sons of mine are to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your kingdom. And Jesus answered, you do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am to drink? They said to him, we are able. He said to them, you will drink my cup, but to sit at my right hand and at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. And when the ten heard it, they were indignant at the two brothers. But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and that their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave, even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. What a what a great text. What a great way that story, that, that passage closes. But let's let's back up and let's uh Let's just understand some of the dynamics here. And so the story begins with the mother of these two boys, these two men, they come to Jesus and she says, I, I have a favor to ask of you. And Jesus says, well, what is it you would like? And her request is that when Jesus is the king, remember Matthew's theme, that Jesus is the true king of the Jews. And so her request is that when Jesus is, when his kingdom is inaugurated, when he is sitting on his throne, that these two brothers will sit one at his right and one at his left. She is asking for the positions of power and prestige uh, to, to be granted to these two men. Basically, she's asking for all the goods of power and to be close to the king, all of those things to be granted to to these two men. And Jesus, he, 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 first of all, he says, are you able to drink the cup that I'm going to drink? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll drink the cup. And Jesus says, sure enough, you will, but they don't understand. They don't understand what Jesus is talking about here. See, the deal is Jesus is ex going to explain to them, they're missing a few aspects of what it really means to be great in the kingdom of heaven. They're missing the, the core of what it means to be the leader among those who are God's people. And, uh, and so Jesus begins, he says, first of all, true greatness is, is found in suffering. That's what the cup represents. The cup represents the, the wrath of God that is to be poured out upon Jesus Christ when he pays for our sin on that cross. The, the wrath of God paid in full, completely satisfied by Jesus Christ. This is the cup. This is the cup. 
These two brothers are like, yeah, pass the drink. And Jesus is like, no, you don't understand what you're asking for. You, you are, we're talking about suffering. Greatness is measured in the willingness to suffer for the things of God. And then Jesus says, actually, you also are missing the point that the Father is the one who determines who sits where in the kingdom. The Father is the one who has appointed those seats in the kingdom of heaven. Because, because the reality is, is, ultimately, authority in the kingdom of heaven is turned upside down. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. The one who serves is the one who will be great. See, Jesus' path here, Jesus' path, he says, first of all, my path is to serve people. He says, for the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve others. Listen, if anyone deserves to be served, it was Jesus. He, he is the perfect sinless Son of God. He is the, the one who has preexisted for all eternity. He is the one who left the glories of heaven to come and to dwell among us. And as the one who is dwelling among us, what he deserved is he deserved to be waited on hand and foot and to be worshipped forever. But he came and he served. He served. True greatness is found in, in serving others. And not only is Jesus the one who serves, but he's the one who suffers. He's the one who suffers as he drinks the cup, as he takes on the wrath of God, as he, as he pays for the price of our sin, as he, he pays our debt. And Jesus is the one who is suffering, who is willing to suffer. See, again, Jesus in Matthew is the long-awaited king. He is the fulfillment. He is the king who is willing to serve his people, and he's the king who is ultimately willing to suffer for his people. He, he does what's best for us. And so today, what does this mean for us? Well, what, what does this mean? This means that our ancient way for our modern day is to follow the great king that we have. We follow him, first of all, by trusting him. See, we, we don't earn salvation. We don't serve and suffer so God will approve us. No, we, we trust that Jesus is the one who paid the, the price through his suffering. And he did the ultimate act of service when he laid down his life. And so the very first thing we do is stop trying to be good enough. We can't be good enough. But instead, we trust in the payment of this good and great king. We trust that Jesus paid it all. And not only do we trust in that, not only do we believe in his death and his resurrection, but then we, we begin to follow this good king. We follow him by serving others. We follow him by, by selfless sacrifice. We follow him not by being a doormat and doing whatever anyone wants, but by doing what is best for those who are around us. What we do what's best. That's true service is not doing what people want. We don't do what people want us to do. We do what God wants us to do. We, we answer the call to serve by leading people toward Jesus. And this is the ancient way for our modern day. And so for you, where do you find yourself in the story? Are you, are you intent on your own glory? Are you hoping for a position of power in the kingdom of heaven? Even, even now on this earth, are you jockeying for position? Are you trying to be recognized as a leader? Are you just waiting for people to come and say, good job, you're doing awesome? Or are you looking for the accolades of man? Or are you looking for that power or that prestige or that position? Or are you following Jesus? Are you willing to be last so you can be first? Are you looking for opportunities to sacrificially serve others? This is the Christian life. 
The Christian life is a life of loving others enough, doing what's best for them, and, and oftentimes sacrificially serving to care for them. This is what we're called to. And just think about this for a minute. If you're a father, fathers, let me speak to you for just a moment. Your job in your home is to, to lead your family by selflessly caring for them. This means when you, when you go home for the night, your goal is not to just relax and do whatever it is that you want to do to, to make yourself happy. Your goal is not to go put your feet up and, and be weighted on hand and foot. Your goal is to go into your home as a servant. You, you know what your family needs from you? They need you to be full of joy and love for your family. They need you to serve your family by, by saying, hey, what? Let me share with you what I read in the Bible today. Or let's let's open up the Bible and let's let's read Matthew, this passage, this very passage today. Let, let's read Matthew chapter 20 and or let's even listen to uh, Pastor Mike and whatever he's gonna share with us today. Your job is to, to sacrifice what you might want. Maybe you wanna watch the game. Maybe you wanna watch a TV show. Maybe you wanna play a video game. I don't know what it is for you. Sacrifice what you want for what they need. They need you to lead spiritually. And mothers, same thing. Your job is to sacrifice what you want, what would be comfortable or easy for you, and to serve your family, to care for them, to, to nurture them, nurture them with great food and a joyful dinner table, to, to nurture them by, by looking after them and caring for them and, and, and looking after their needs. Moms, you have the same goal. Different, different method, different, different role, but, but really the same goal. Or if you're single, how are you serving in your local church? How are you serving your neighbors and your friends? How are you laying down your wants and your desires to care for those around you or children? If you're listening to this and you're a, a kid, let me challenge you. If you know Jesus, you know the good and great King, you can follow him as well. You can begin to look for ways to serve your siblings, to serve your parents. Go above and beyond. Do that extra chore. Don't have to be uh, asked to do the things you know you're supposed to do. You, your goal is to not just know Jesus, but to follow him, to be like him. This is the ancient way for our modern day. I, I hope that you catch this vision. I hope that you continue to, to follow Christ and see that he is the great king and he is the king that leads us in selfless service to others. Well, that, uh, that ends it for today. In fact, that ends it for this week. I hope to, that you're able to return again next week as we continue in our devotional journey through the New Testament. We'll see you then.